Ephesians chapter 2, 4 through 6. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, Ephesians chapter 2, from verse 4 to 6. Even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised us up together, and made us sit together in the heavenly Places in Christ Jesus. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4 and 6. There are many believers, when I said believers, who are defeated because they are struggling to qualify for God's blessings. There are so many believers that are struggling. They're defeated because they tried to qualify for God's blessings in their lives. The blessings of God, the word of God said, the moment you receive the Lord Jesus Christ, you have been purchased with this precious blood. You will reign in life in Christ Jesus. Your spirit being is born again, is belong to heaven, is not going to heaven, is not in the way to heaven. You belong to heaven the moment you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as personal Lord and Savior. As people on the earth, human being, you are a spirit being itself. You don't have a spirit. You have a spirit. You have a soul, your emotion, your thinking, your feeler, your choice. And you have a body you live on. You're not on, on your own body. You have a body, a house. Temporarily, you are in this earth. But the word of God said, the moment you're born again, you have this everlasting life that Jesus Christ is speaking about in John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That everlasting life, that's meant to say, that's heaven bound, not only in this earth, but there which is the heaven to come, the new heaven. You are heaven bound the moment you are passed from death unto life. The Bible said in John chapter 5, verse 24, the moment you received him, you are passed from this death. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come to, into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. That's the spirit being who you are the moment you receive the Lord Jesus Christ. There are many believers who are defeated because they are struggling to qualify for God's blessings. Through their own works, what you need to understand is that self-effort will rob you reigning in life's gods by God's grace. 
You cannot earn your salvation, healing, or financial breakthrough by your own efforts. If the greatest miracle being saved and made alive with Jesus comes by grace, through faith, and by your, your works, how much more the lesser miracles, such as healing, provision, and restored, restored marriage, marriages. It's, it is not about work or performance, or performance. But Jesus' work and performance, only his work, is a finished work of Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 10, verse 17, by hearing and hearing the word of God, your faith will be committed in this life. Your faith will be committed. What is the works of God? What is the word of God to become flesh? His name is Jesus Christ. The law is given by Moses, but grace and truth came by the Son, came by Jesus Christ himself. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come through the Father except through Jesus Christ. You must receive him. You must be born again because only the one that God the Father himself he put his son, the only begotten son in this world, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have this everlasting life. For God so loved the world because of God's love. That's what we've been saved through grace by his only son, the way, the truth, and the life. Stop struggling to earn God's blessing. Rest in Jesus. He is the peace. He is the joy. Beyond measure. It is not about your work or performance, but Jesus' work and performance only. His work is a finished work. And not only did he sit down at the Father's right hand, but today's scripture states that he also made us sit Jesus with, he made us sit with him. In heavenly places. He made us sit with him. In heavenly places. In heavenly places. That's why when he gave you scripture. In Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Blessed be the God of the Father. Of our Lord Jesus Christ. That he gave us all. A spiritual blessing. A spiritual blessing. We're in heavenly places. We're in Christ Jesus. Where is Christ Jesus? It's in you. It's in you. Christ Jesus, the moment you received him, the word of God said, by little children, you overcome them with this in the world because greater is he that is in you than he does in the world. That's Jesus Christ is speaking about. If he, verse John chapter 4, verse 4, he is in you. You overcome him because the word of God is already manifested in you. Hallelujah. It's in you. You will reign in this life. The moment you keep reigning, you keep, you keep focusing your eyes unto Jesus, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. You are an overcomer. You already been, been proclaimed that you are not a victim. You are the victor in this life. Also made us sit, sit with Jesus. What does this mean? Well, 
Brother and sister, sit down. In the Bible is a picture of the believer resting in the perfect and finished work of Jesus Christ. Has finished all the work on the cross on your behalf. And is now seated at the right hand of God. As it has all been accomplished on your behalf. This means that you can stop depending on yourself. Efforts to earn and qualify to God blessings in your life. You can sit down with Jesus at the Father's right hand. Now listen carefully. This is a very good example to what I'm saying. I am not advocate. I am not advocating a little of passiveness and listeners. Listen to this. Now, listen carefully. I was, I'm going to speak this very clearly to what I'm saying. I'm not advocating a life of passiveness and laziness. Regarding the study of God's word, God's word, prayer, or worship, what, when it comes to success in your job, I'm also certainly not saying that you shouldn't be diligent or seeking to develop your abilities. God's grace does not make you lazy. God's grace does not make you lazy. And unproductive. Only... The contrary, it makes you labor more abundantly for His glory. The Apostle Paul, a preacher of God's grace and finished work of Jesus said, Jesus said that He labored more abundantly than they all. The finished work of Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. Let's read that scripture so you will see what I'm talking about. Apostle Paul, he labored more. But the grace of God, I am what I am. That means to say Jesus is in me. The grace, that's why I reign. The grace of God is, oh, I am what I am. The same thing as yours. Make it personally. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Ye not I, but the grace of God which was with me. The grace of God. He labor more because through grace. He can do works. Because it's all Jesus Christ's strength. The Bible said make him make him more farther. Apostle Paul said in Philippians 4.19. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Hallelujah. That's what he means. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. And he said here, First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. What you need to realize is, I'm preaching this morning and I'm teaching for what God put in my heart. What is the Holy Spirit? Is He's a revealer for all of you this, this morning. In the new covenant, in the new covenant, God deals with what 
with us with covenant. God's way is to bless you first. Listen to this. Number one, God's way is to bless you first. And then knowledge of his blessings then empowers you to labor more abundantly. That's what 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. To labor you abundantly. In other words, we do not labor to be blessed. But rather, we have the power to labor because we are already blessed. You're already blessed. God's word is always past things over your lives. You're already blessed. I know there are some people, if you give this, you give that. I don't have nothing against it. But God's word is not going to manipulate you. God's word is not going to manipulate your soul. God's word is came out inside of you. The word of God, you're already blessed. That's why Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Thank, blessed be the God of our Father, of our Lord Jesus Christ, that He gave us all a spiritual blessing. It's already made available for you because we're in heavenly places. And we're uh, said that heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Are you in Christ Jesus? I just spoke to you. Greater is He that's in you than He is in the world. You are already blessed. When you need healing in your body, you're already healed. By his stripes. When you want to be, you, you want prosperity to manifest in your life, you already prosper in your spirit being. All you have to do is enter in into it. And then that's what the knowledge he gave us in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. This is who he gave us, that knowledge, the supernatural knowledge and inside of our spirit, according as his divine power, hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. What is pertain unto life and godliness? The finished work of Jesus Christ. Your soundness has already been done at the cross of Calvary. 2,000 years ago. Your deliverance already been done at the cross at Calvary 2,000 years ago. Your prosperity has already been done 2,000 years ago at the cross at Calvary. It's right there. Through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and virtue. It's already been purchased for everything. I know people say, if you give this, you give that much, you give that, you will be blessed. You will be, you know. That's not even the word of God. Let's get into the word of God to let you know who you are in Christ Jesus. You sit it in Christ Jesus. You already reign in Christ Jesus when we go back to Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 4 and 6. Let's go back to it again. This is what the word of God. And I hear people. Uh, see, by God who rich in mercy for his great love. Remember that I say to you for God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believe in him should not perish but have this everlasting life. And he said, but God who is rich in mercy for his great love. Wherewith he loved us. 
even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. By Jesus Christ you've been saved. You've been purchased by his precious blood and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Scripture interpret itself. Let the Holy Spirit guide you and lead you. That's what I always sing that song. Let me, O oh Lord, once you lead me. I am tired and I need thy strength and power to guide me over my darkest hour. Lord, just open my eyes that I may see. Well, lead me, O oh Lord, once you lead me. Labor more abundantly. In other words, we do not labor to be blessed, but rather we have the power to labor because we are already blessed. Can you see the difference? Premise for laboring in the new covenant. Brother and sister, Jesus has accomplished everything for us on the cross. Our part is to trust him perfect work, to trust his perfect work that he done at the cross at Calvary 2,000 years ago. Receive with open arms his abundance of grace and his gift of righteousness and sit down and begin to reign in life through him. Today, let it be your prayer. Today, let it be your prayer that you will stop trying to earn God's grace and righteousness. Let Hallelujah. Let it be your prayer. Let it be. Let the Holy Spirit teach you to start depending on Jesus. Finish works. And to start receiving by His grace. This is God's way to success, wholeness, and victorious living. And I like to give you a possible parable. It's not really a parable. When then 10 lepers come to Jesus wanting to be healed, you need to give thanks daily to the Lord. I'm going to give you a scripture right now. Second, first. Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 and 17. God wants us to be thankful. Even when you give to someone, when someone do not give, thank to you, you feel like you don't want to give anymore. Thanks, rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. Verse 18, he said. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Concerning you. Give thanks. And then let's start right here. Don't know what Thanksgiving can do? Give thanks daily. In Luke chapter 17, 11 through 18. This is about the ten lepers went to Jesus and asked. 
And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, afar off, and voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Verse 14, and when he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourself unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Jesus Lord. used the law Hallelujah. because they were Jewish people. Jesus, he still respect the law. He didn't despise the law. He fulfilled the law. And verse 8, and he said, And Jesus answered, said, Where there are tens, cleans, but where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God. Save this strangers. Save the one. You know what a stranger is there? Is the not strangers. Is the Gentiles. Remember now, I said, show thyself to the priest, speaking to the nine of them. But one came back, the strangers. When you study that word, the strangers is the one that does not even have the covenant with God in the law. But Jesus, he didn't despise anyone that come to him and believe in him. Do you know what he said? Relatively few people who received the goodness of the Lord return to give him thanks for what he has done. That does not keep the Lord from doing what is right for us. And this one that he healed all ten of these lepers according to their request. Not just the one who was thankful. However, there was only one of the ten that was made whole. There's a difference. Made whole, you know what does that mean? Your spirit being inside of you is whole. When whole, do you know what does that mean? That's everlasting. It's not temporal. That's mean his spirit being received the Lord Jesus Christ. That you are the Lord. Even though I'm strangers with your covenant. But I want to receive you as my personal Lord and Savior. That's heaven power. You not in the way. Mid whole. Some of them. And then I have the explanation here. He said, the Lord has desires that we prosper in spirit, soul, and body. He wants us to be whole, not just healed. Part of the reason God meets our physical needs is to prove to us his willingness and ability to meet our emotional and spiritual needs. The Lord is concerned about our temporal needs. Matthew 6.30. Let's read that. In Matthew 6.30, he said, 
He's concerned our natural need also. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of a little faith? But he is ever more concerned about our eternal needs. All of these lepers needed physical healing, and the Lord was moved with compassion. And meet their need. All of them they receive. He was all desiring to meet their spiritual needs. The Lord wants more for you to desire to meet your spiritual needs. That's why he has to go to the cross at Calvary. The moment this preaching this morning. No one even can tell you that when you receive the Lord Jesus Christ. You got to work yourself to heaven. No, you are heaven bound. You are passed from death unto life. He's speaking about your spirit being. Oh, Robo Oh, Robo I want to speak to your spirit and to get into your soul this morning because God will minister to your spirit, the born-again believer right now, that you are been already been delivered. You've been already been prospered. Oh, but my family are poor. My family are this. And then do you receive that? The Bible said in Isaiah 54, verse 17, there is no weapon that shall form against you, shall prosper. It's already formed. There is no weapon. But you have to judge those. You have to speak to those. When somebody tell you, you are drug addict, in Jesus' name, I rebuke that. I condemn that word. In Jesus' name, I've been delivered. We read it like just a comic book. This is the word of God. No weapon that is formed against you. Against you shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shall condemn. Whoever speak towards you and negative things in your life, you are poor. In Jesus' name, I'm already been prosper. Oh, Roboshika, you got to speak the word of God over your lives. Condemn those words. You have the right to condemn. This is the heritage of a servant of the Lord, and the righteousness is of me, saith the Lord of hosts. When we preach the word of God, this is so important to understand. Being unthankful is, he, he was also desiring to meet their spiritual needs, but only one of out of the ten came back for that. Being unthankful is always a sign that self is exalted itself above, being unthankful. Number two, a selfless person can be content with very little. A selfless, selfless person can be content with a very little. This is who we are. When a self-centered person cannot be, number three, cannot be Satisfied thankfulness. I'm teaching here. It's a sign of humility and cultivating a life of thankfulness will help keep up in its proper place. Number four. Thankfulness is a sign of humility 
and cultivating a life of thankfulness will help will help keep self in its proper place. Remember now, number one, being unthankful is always a sign that self is exalted itself above. Number two, a selfless selfless person can be content with very little. Number three, a self-centered person cannot be satisfied. Number four, thankfulness is a sign of humility and cultivating a life of thankfulness will help keep self in its proper place. Thankfulness to the Lord for what He is and what He has done is a very important part of the Christian life. One of the many benefits of thanksgiving and praise is that that keep is that they keep us from being self-oriented. Oriented. Giving thanks is totally unselfish action and it's a key to relationship with the Father that makes us whole and not just healed. I pray that you receive that this morning with confidence when we read the Word of God. We don't read it because we know more. We read it by the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And I always ask the Holy Spirit, I thank you for your wisdom this morning. I thank you that you are the teacher. You are above all things. Every knee shall bow. Everything shall confess that you are Lord of lords. This is the truth this morning. He loves you. He loves you, all of us. And I always preach this every week. You want to see your family, all your family be in church? Stop preaching love towards them with action. Love, no ill, no mistake, because you see it through the love of God. Preach to them, while we were sinners, God first loved us. That's how we can love him. First John chapter 4, verse 10. While well, the same thing, he gave to us to use everything so we cannot rely on our strength in our ability. Here is love that we, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. You want to see it? This is the end times. This is the last days. There'll be perils of sword. There'll be man lovers of themselves. There'll be people have their own. They believe that there is no God. And you will seeing it and happening right now. But I want to tell you, I want to address to you. You stand firm and believe that you will reign in this life. Through what? Through the grace of God that it's bestowed in you. That's what Apostle Paul said. He labor with it because he can do all things through Christ that strengthen him. Laboring unto God and to his rich is not inactivity. 
A lot of people said, I'm going to quit work because I'm going to rest in God. No, he's not talking about you, you, you quit your work, you quit your job, you don't got no money. <laughs> so that's why grace cannot make you stupid. Grace can make you smarter. I see so many times it's happening with people. When we preach the word of God, when you let the Holy Spirit, you, you rely on him. When we study the word of God, you let him guide you and lead you through every word that he's speaking that day. That this is the one that he wants to emphasize unto you. You young ladies out there, you young men out there, you will see that you are already an overcomer. You're not a victim. You are the victor. Because greater is he that's in you than he does in the world. Some of you have not received the Lord Jesus Christ. I know you've been told about Jesus. I'm not speaking to you about religion. I'm speaking to you about the relationship between you and God one and one. That you are already, you have to be 100% when you are, you close your eyes and you live from this body, from this body that you will have the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the guarantee. And a lot of people said, how do you know? How do you make sure that you will see when you received him as your Lord and Savior. The Bible said, if thou shalt come face with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus Christ, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That's what, that's very important. We will confess him. We will confess him because confession leads you to salvation and your mouth, but believe in your heart led you to righteousness of God inside of you. Hallelujah. Speak this. Everyone that have not received the Lord Jesus Christ, this is your opportunity this morning. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me. But I've been running away from you. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. When you speak that prayer, I believe in you. I believe that you are saved and born again. You're not just on the way to heaven. Your heaven, your heaven is your home in Jesus' name. And also receive the indwelling of the Holy Ghost, which is evident speaking in an unknown tongue in Jesus' name. Robo shikalaraya rabababa shikarere. Oh, robobobo shikalarere rabashokoromo. Start opening your mouth after listening. Oh, robobobo shikalarababababa. Oh, robo shikalarere rababababa shikalarababa shikarere. La rabababa shikalaraba. Rabashula rabababa shikaraba. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, we're going to receive our communion this morning.